0: Now let's turn to a local Belarusian who is making sense of her country's support of Russia and of the Russian propaganda she grew up hearing. Jana Chernauskaya is the founder of Belarus Chicago, the Belarus Freedom Forum. And she joins us now. Welcome to the show. Uh, hello. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for making the time for us. You know, Belarus is, is a staunch ally of Russia, and it shares a border with both Russia and Ukraine, So I wonder, as a Belarusian, what is it like for you, just knowing that the leader of Belarus is allowing Russians to invade Ukraine through the shared border?
1: Uh, The Belarusian-American diaspora and Belarusians around the world are disgusted by this war and the fact that Russia even dared to invade Ukraine. And of course, we are particularly angry that Belarus territory and infrastructure are used in this criminal act of invading an independent country and uh, that Russia and the Lukashenko regime are destroying the lives of millions of people and are destroying the country. And the role of Lukashenko in this war, the war is a very treacherous one. So he undermined humanity, he undermined the uh, Belarusians, and he undermined the Ukrainian people. Uh, He undermined uh, the will of Belarusian people as well. So whether Lukashenko wanted or forced him to participate in this invasion does not really matter. Uh, He's responsible. But I have to note that Belarusians do not want this war, and it is confirmed by the recent Chatham House polls, and uh, 97% of Belarusian city dwellers uh, in Belarus are against the war in Ukraine. I had to underline the city of Belarus because it's very difficult now to conduct the polls in Belarus. And there is a... Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. May I just say one more thing? Oh, because absolutely. I think that's yeah. very important. I wanted to know that Lukashenko is not the president, and he does not represent the Belarusian people because we did not really elect him. Uh, he stole elections in 2020, and with the help of Putin, he suppressed the mass protests against the fraudulent election, and he usurped the power and holds power by brutal force and the support from Russian Federation.
0: Well, as you you talk about Alexander Lukashenko, who's. Been in power since the mid 1990s, won, won the presidency in 2020 uh, in what many call a rigged election, as you just noted. Um, he also has close ties to Vladimir Putin. So let's listen to a little bit of what he has. Foreign observers have not judged an election to be free and fair in Belarus since 1995. Meanwhile, Russia congratulated Lukashenko on his win. Events in Belarus are being closely watched in Moscow, whose oil runs through the country, and who sees it as a buffer against NATO. So, of course, many in Belarus protested after this, Jana, you know, facing violent reprisal. What connections do you see between these protests and the self-determination that Ukrainians are fighting for right now?
1: Uh, They're very, very similar, Um, uh, because uh, Belarusians wanted to have a free, independent country, democratic country, and uh, that's what Ukrainians want. Ukrainians were able to build democracy earlier than us. their democracy was already thriving but that's what uh, Vladimir Putin doesn't want and uh, Lukashenko doesn't want this as well because both are authoritarian leaders kleptocratic uh, leaders that are holding power through manipulation, uh, propaganda lies, uh, fear factor and political intimidation
0: What was it like for you seeing Russian propaganda on TV growing up?
1: Um, I grew up in seventies um, in um in the Soviet Union uh, since nineteen ninety one i don 't live in Belarus, but you know I would visit my parents I would come to visit and I was listening to whatever was happening there and actually, even after the fall of Soviet Union, the Russian propaganda never ceased. Um, and it was very prominent even right after the fall of the Soviet Union. It was very difficult to listen to that. But I want to say that that was continuation of the propaganda that existed in the Soviet Union. Uh, so um, you kind of start feeling this propaganda from very, very early, early ages. You probably do not realize it at all first, but little by little, it comes to realization. So when I was a... Um, little girl 5 years old we were uh, singing songs in about our tanks and our armor that are strong and uh, tanks are fast wow uh, yes yes and that's as a child in, wow as a child in the kindergarten or and that same happening now because um, yes everywhere it's in belarus it's state sponsored it's state directed then you go to school and uh, imagine i'm a belarusian i live in belarus but in the school the teachers tell you that russian language is the best it's more sophisticated it's most powerful and it is most um emotional And you hear that uh, Russian literature is the best literature in the world. And you kind of start questioning your own identity. Uh, And little by little, you start doubting your own parents. You start doubting your grandparents. I was looking at my grandparents, and I was, uh, of course, wondering why my grandparents are talking and speaking differently than my parents so my grandparents mostly spoke Belarusian and uh, or, and or a mix of Belarusian and Russia. It actually has a special name, and uh, you know that kind of breaks Hi. the identity of people. And all classes, interesting that all our school for all Belarusians uh, children, the old classes are in Russian. So you study mathematics science, history, geography, everything is in Russian. Mm -hmm. And we did study the Belarusian language and literature, but twice a week only as a second language or like a foreign language because I studied French also twice
0: a week. Have you seen or heard of any anti-Russian sentiment here in the Chicago area?
1: I did not hear for, did not personally mention, did not personally encounter that. You mean since the war started? Yes. Yes. No, I I did not see that.
0: No. Your husband is Russian, though, right? And he's also against the war?
1: Uh, My husband is Russian, and he's also against the war. But his relatives in Russia experience, uh, they're always pro-Putin, and against ukrainians and i will tell you that this russian propaganda specifically against ukrainians was very very heavy starting maybe uh since yeah 2014 uh the the derogatory words have been used uh, all the time mm-hmm. and it's malicious it's bad and when my husband calls his sister they try to be very civil in their conversations But when they text each other and start talking political events, it's very upsetting because then they go into this discussion and he's getting upset and he shows me what she's writing and it's just very difficult to observe.
0: Yeah. Before I let you go, Jana, tell me briefly what you're going to be keeping your eye on as we move forward.
1: I think we have to keep eye on Belarus. Of course, at this moment, all eyes are in Ukraine because people are suffering and uh, we all want uh, this war to end and uh, Ukrainian sovereignty restored uh, the life, the peaceful life restored on Ukraine. But uh, Belarus became uh, a platform for Westward Russian expansion. And Belarus was always out of spotlight, and see how everything kind of connects there. Because uh, now Belarus um, possesses this very extensive border with Ukraine, so you, uh, invasion started from Belarus, and we are bordering uh, Baltics. We're bordering Poland. Mm-hmm. And as I watched on purpose Russian television a few days ago, they're openly talking about invading Baltics.
0: Mm.
1: And that's, uh, uh, they're very angry, they're showing the maps, they're showing how the army can invade from this direction, that direction, we can do this and that. It's very difficult to see, uh, dif- difficult to watch, but that's what's happening, and Belarus might be a platform for that. Mm-hmm. So I think um, politicians, uh, lawmakers have to watch events clearly and Belarus and uh, take the measures to deter the potential dangerous development of the events.
0: That was Jana Chernoskaya of Belarus Chicago and Belarus Freedom Forum. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.